0: This is Western Oklahoma sports with the law dog Chuck Ramsey here with you in our right radio studios and I tell you what I have the privilege today to be truly in the presence of Western Oklahoma football well Oklahoma football coaching glory as we have two special guests here on my program coach Mike Lee former coach of the Clinton Red Tornadoes football team and coach Woody Roof former Weatherford Eagles football coach good morning gentlemen Morning. morning. Well, I tell you, um, I got to give Coach Lee credit because I was, I was hounding him pretty hard back during the spring for golf audio. <laughs> so we cover the golf, you know, for for the schools, and and he asked me about you, Coach Roof, and and I had not had the privilege to meet you as of yet because I just started this job back in March. But I knew as soon as he expressed his interest. That I wanted to reach out and do my best to to get together with you guys and and get some sort of uh, preserved audio, something that we could have uh, to share with Western Oklahoma, because I think to your respective communities and also to the opposing communities, you guys mean a whole lot to the football base.
1: Well, it was a uh, I hadn't hadn't seen Woody with the pandemic and everything. Uh, you know, we used to. When we were both working, uh, we used to see each other all the time, and uh, I've always enjoyed, uh, you know, just being around them and listening to, uh, you know, just talking about different things in life, but also talking, just talking a little bit of football and yeah. seeing how things are going. I miss those days,
0: Coach Roof, You, uh, obviously, uh, from what I understand, you've you've been you've been struggling with some health issues, but you look good today. You you look outstanding.
2: Well, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I just, uh, I think I'm getting a little bit old, what they call it, you know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, I, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, it's just today's day-to-day, and just got to kind of keep going and hopefully make the best of it, you know. I think the attitude's the main thing that that's your key. If you let your attitude drop, your, your health's going to drop. So I try to keep a good attitude and just see what I can do from day to day.
0: I get reports that they see you scuttling around town quite a bit, so you're you're still active.
2: Well, I still get around, yeah. I don't get out like I used to, but I still try to go around town and meet some people.
0: You've got a lot of roots uh, here in western Oklahoma, don't you?
2: Well, I, do. I grew up in Thomas, which is 20 miles north in, in Custer County, and didn't get too far away from the old hen, you know. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't the brightest old boy, so I needed to stay around pretty close where somebody could help me when I needed some help. But uh, I like western Oklahoma, and Weatherford's been an awful good place for me to live and raise a family.
0: Now, we did a story back in the spring about the uh, track meet that's held in your father's name there in Thomas, and it was a huge track meet. Uh, Talk about some of the things that family meant to you uh, here in western Oklahoma and and just to do with your upbringing. uh,
2: It's a... it's a family deal. My dad coached for I don't know 40 years or so, like that at Thomas in one place. And uh, he reminds me. Mike Lee reminds me a lot of my dad, not not because of age, but because of how he handles himself and and the class that he shows with, the, with the, all the success that he's had and, and still being the classic person that he is. Reminds me of what my dad was, and that's kind of how I grew up, knowing that uh, good things will happen to you if you treat people right and do things right. And uh, That's where I kind of ended up doing, staying in western Oklahoma and seeing what I could do.
0: Exactly. Coach Lee, you uh, are from where? I went to high school in Shawnee. My dad was uh, uh,
1: in the Army, so I kind of got to move around a little bit. Grew up in Lawton through the ninth grade, and then my dad retired, and we moved to Shawnee, and I went to high school there, and, and uh, then went off to college at uh, uh, ended up at college at Panhandle State, and graduated from there in the early '80s, and and uh, mostly been Oklahoma. I moved out of state for uh, a year, coached in Dallas for a year, wanted to get back to Oklahoma. That's where I'm from.
0: So, so talk to me about what how you landed in Clinton. Well, I was, I'm very, very fortunate to be truthful with you. I mean, uh, I got
1: uh, extremely lucky. I I was in Alva, Oklahoma after I left Dallas. I uh, took a job in Alva for a couple of years and uh, um, was fortunate enough to have a little success in a place that they struggled in for a while. I got lucky and got some good kids coming through there and and uh, had a friend call me from uh, Atoka, uh a guy named Carl McAdams, who used to play ball at Oklahoma, at OU. He was uh, kind of a, uh, I coached his kids in a token. He told me to – I needed to get in contact with Clinton, and I told him I had no chance. And apparently he had worked with some people from Clinton, and, and uh, next thing I knew I had a chance and got the job. I did not expect that, and I've been – I was fortunate because
0: Clinton's a great place, great place to coach football. What year did you start there? Nineteen ninety was my first year. Okay, and then you finished up in twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen, yeah. Okay, Coach Roof, when did you start at Weatherford?
2: Well, uh, I'm going to say uh, you're asking some questions to go check my memory.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Coach Lee, when did he start at <laughs> Weatherford? Well, he, he was here
1: when I got here, and yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, yeah. he'd been here for a while. So, in the '80s, I know in the '80s at some point in time, and then that he. Uh, left for a little bit and came back and did good again. I mean, he's, he, 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 he did well on both
0: steps. Definitely. Coach Roof, I tell you, uh, like I said, I throw the name Roof out here and, and mention it, and particularly in the Weatherford area, but even in just general areas of western Oklahoma, it, it carries some weight. What was your philosophy as far as, as your coaching and, and dealing with young people during your time?
2: well that's uh <clears throat> that's a good question uh uh my dad always called me the gypsy because i I wouldn't do the same thing very often and uh I don't know why, but Mike and I were probably at the different ends of the spectrum, i guess you say in the coaching field mike uh if you if you wasn't a hard nose sucker and you wouldn't hit somebody and you didn't come to play every day, you can play for Mike. I mean, when you had lined up against playing on a Michael Lee team, you knew one thing: you better buckle them on because it's going to be forty-eight minutes of battle. Yeah, and uh, you know he he uh, did a fantastic job. Which he didn't have Division One players at Clinton. I mean, there might have been one or two special kids in there, but basically, he took the average kid and turned him into a heck of a young man. Number one and number two, a heck of a football player by being mentally tough. And uh, he, he got the most out of a 115, 120-pound kid that I've ever coached against. And uh, you'd look at him on film, and you'd say, well, we can beat that kid. Then you get out there on Friday night, and it was a different story. So uh, I took the philosophy that uh, I didn't know how tough I could develop a kid to be, but I knew one thing, that if we were going to be successful, we had to be smart. So what I my philosophy was that you you was gonna have to do your homework to to beat us because we was gonna do the same thing two weeks in a row, yeah. and if one kid is gonna play one position, he can play five positions because I had kids that I moved around so much, and uh, you better know where that is gonna be because we're gonna come <laughs> to him. So yeah, it's, it's kind of two different philosophies there. Mike is gonna line up and he can come right at you, and uh, you better have a special Special ball club to beat that type of kid like that they, they put it on the field. But uh, I kind of took the kind of the wild aspect of it that we changed up and everything. And if you didn't do your homework, we felt like we had a great chance to win.
0: Well, and Weatherford and Clinton for just decades have kind of been the standard in not just Class 4A or whatever class they were, but also in rivalries. Uh, it's a great
1: rivalry. I didn't.
0: I knew it was a rivalry when I came
1: here but had never been a part of it and you know probably didn't know it as much and my first game was against uh, Weatherford in 1990 and I thought we had chances to win we just didn't know how to win they'd gone through a stretch where you know they were not as successful for two or three years and and had lost some of the you know the things you gotta have to be able to win And, and they beat us 13-3, to three and I learned real
0: fast how important that rivalry is. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. I, <laughs> so
1: we had, to, had yeah. to get
0: things turned a little bit. So That's right. Well, and I tell you, uh, looking at the coaching list of all-time winning coaches, I sit here and as I look at it, Coach Lee, you finished at 287 and 65 in 27 years of coaching, and uh, Coach Roof, 222 and 76 in 24 years. Two hundred wins is a is a lot of wins and you guys obviously had the formula to get the most out of your squads. Like you said, it's not you know, it's not devoid of talent in Western Oklahoma, but it's also not Houston <laughs> Houston yeah. Metropolitan. So Coach Roof, talk to me about how you expressed to a player what they needed to do to be successful on a field.
2: Well, I think uh, number one, you gotta be honest with them. You, you got to come right out and tell them exactly what you expect of them, and what to, you, you want them to get out of it. And uh, you know, pat them on the back. You know, it's always easy to criticize somebody when they do something wrong, but uh, knowing the, the, the background that they come from is very important. What type of family life they have, and just just making them feel like they're special. Whether they're a third teamer or a second teamer, I know Mike did the same thing. I was, we played them in JVs and junior high and high school, and them them down the liners were just as tough as them first stringers. So he did. I know. It's just you got to have that. I think it's a, a talent. I really do to be able to convince a kid that he's he's successful can be successful, and that's what we in the game for.
0: Definitely. Coach Lee, did it take any extra motivation to get your team to go in facing the Weatherford Eagles? No, we had, uh, I mean, first of all, it's a big rivalry, but we had
1: the utmost respect for, um, you know, I know what, there's stuff going on in the community, you know, talking with each other, but we we already knew what we were getting into. I mean, first of all, they're, they're going to be, uh, you know, a good group of kids. They want to beat us really badly, and I'm just, they were probably the as well a coach football team as we ever went against. I mean, I, Woody changes stuff from week to week, okay? And, and, you know, we used to have some things called the Woody Rules where we had to pay attention to things. You better pay attention to people uh, and things like that. But what's missed in the deal is fundamentally, I mean, they're as fundamentally sound as any football team that we played against in all the years that I coached. Uh, their offensive line comes off the ball. I mean, they are really, really good up front. Not not just not from talent, not just necessarily talent, just from you, you can tell that they are drilled and drilled and drilled. Defensively, they're always great. Uh, he's going to be able to uh, uh, take advantage of your weaknesses, and you knew that going in, so you better anticipate some things, and you better pay attention. Uh, you know, we uh, our coaches still marvel at this, but. Uh, uh, you know, we we used to pay attention to to the players all the time. But we I watched him when he was at Elk City one time. They were playing Poto in the semifinals, I believe. And you know, the team from the East probably didn't know a whole lot about exactly who he was. But they had a young man named Tyler Marsh there that was one of the best players I've we've ever gone against. I mean, the guy was a fantastic player, and he could do everything. And he, Woody moved him all over the place. And we're sitting up in the stands scouting because it's a semifinals and. uh I look back there, and all of us are sitting up there, and we're 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 pretty much trained to keep an eye on where they line up. And I look up, and he's punning, and Poto didn't pay much attention to it. <laughs> we're up there yelling; we're all yelling it. It's going—we knew it was going to be a fake, and it was. And it went about sixty yards from there. All he did it from their own inside their own five-yard line. Took more courage
0: than I ever—I didn't, I didn't have enough courage to do so. Like it was a great call, <laughs> fantastic, Coach Roof. You know, looking at at your seasons over the time that you coached, talking about talented players, if you had to name a top three of the best players that you coached, who do you think they would be?
2: Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. It is you tough. Know,
0: that's you, why I ask them. You hate to put, <laughs> they've had a lot of good ones.
2: You hate to put a uh, uh, name out there because, you you know, you you going to leave somebody out. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, if you if you had to do five, we could do five. <laughs> uh, I
2: know, uh, I like talking earlier about how Mike got so much out of a, a, a small kid that wasn't very statue very big, or very strong, but he, he is an excellent excellent football player. The two, the two smallest kids that I felt like I got the most that I enjoyed coaching and got the most out of. Them was Chad Nye was a young man that I coached here. Was weighed about one hundred and thirty pounds, but was tougher than nails. And, and Lance Garner was another one. Played nose guard for me. Weighed about one hundred and forty-five pounds, but you couldn't block him. Kids like that's the ones that kind of. Excited me that it wasn't very big but had that 145 pound hard in them. Yeah, that you, that you could knew that you go going to get the 110% effort out of.
0: Now, being an OU fan, you both had some players end up going to play in Norman. Trent Smith, you coached him at Clinton, mm-hmm. yeah. and then Wes Sims and Lance Donnelly, you coached them here at Weatherford. Yes, okay. I mean. We also had Tim Tim Duncan. He Tim pun- Duncan, kicker. Yeah, here. yeah. The first, sorry, my apologies. Yeah, I forgot about, about, about him. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, those are kind of the guys that grab, you know, grab the attention and stuff. But uh how would you look at some of these kids that have come out of Western Oklahoma as of late? That like the Ethan Downs kid from Weatherford. He's he's wowing people there, and apparently, you know, out here in in Western Oklahoma, he's in high school just. Just really kind of had his way with a lot of things, you know. What would you have done with a player like that in your time, Coach Lee?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, that's uh, he's he's. I watched him play, but I like to have him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, and fun to have. He's uh uh. I don't know him as a person, but I'm pretty sure everything I've ever heard has always been positive. Uh, He's doing a great job at
0: OU. When you play as a freshman at OU, uh, you have some ability. And you uh, could you could say the same thing for Caden Powell, uh, who's actually going to go play baseball at OU but I mean I would think he's athletic enough that if he turned his attention to that you know to football he he could probably make some headway he was just an outstanding player no he can play football
1: he's he uh I told him you know I, I didn't I helped a little bit this year and, and it was a pleasure to be around and he's a really really competitive young man and uh I told him after the state championship game that uh, I've been around Clinton for a long time, 30-something years, and his performance, not just in the state championship game, but all the way down the stretch, uh, about as good as anybody I've ever seen right there. I mean, he was fantastic.
0: We're visiting with former Weatherford Eagle head football coach Woody Roof and former Clinton Red Tornado head football coach Mike Lee here on Western Oklahoma Sports. And, uh, gentlemen, you're both retired. If I could ask you real quick – just a little bit of what you imparted to your successor when you did leave your position at your respective school. Coach Roof, did you have any words to uh, your successor there at Weatherford when you left the helm to him?
2: Well, not really. I mean, you you look for somebody that wants to continue, hopefully add on to the little success that we might have had while we was there. But the thing that I would like to emphasize, I think, that was the most important, is getting homegrown people. Mike came in there at Clinton and, and didn't know a whole lot about it, but he 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 took over some situations where he, he took homegrown Clinton boys. He had Louis Mendoza, uh, Jay Richard, Eugene Jefferson. These all these was all young men on his staff that were good kids, but they were. From Clinton, homegrown kids. Well, I was the same way coming in here. I had Mark Shaded, uh, Charles Teasley, uh, Todd Gaunt, just going on on down the line. These kids that played at Weatherford. And I think that's very important that when you got coaches on your staff that are homegrown that they want to win just as bad as you do. And when you got a st- people on your staff that care about what you're doing, just not you, but your whole staff, then you got a chance to be a winner.
1: Exactly. Coach Lee, oh, exactly right. I mean, uh, when you have, I was blessed. I mean, I know these people. He had, uh, he had Tom Bergman on his staff for a long time. know Tom. Is not from Weatherford, but he went to college out here. here and I mean, he had a great staff. Uh, I was blessed. Uh, you know, I had uh, for a while. I had Scott Dawson, who I went to high school with. But then I had all the kid, all the guys that came from Clinton. Uh, Don Scales who helped me uh, get these guys. Uh, Jay Richard, as he mentioned, Eugene Jefferson. I had Bryant Caleb from Hobart. Uh, uh, I, I was fortunate to be around great coaches. Uh, you know, you, as a head coach, sometimes you get way too much credit. Uh, those guys did a fantastic job, and uh the biggest thing is they're they 're all good people they care about yeah. kids and to me that 's the biggest thing you can get after kids even today. I mean, I hear people talk about how get you know I still coach a little bit you can get after them I mean they just got to know that you care and if if uh if you got that, if you do that and you really care about them uh they 'll still play for you i mean
0: do you have to explain more to them now than than maybe back in your your initial days like not necessarily they'll ask they'll do what you ask blindly or or do you have to do extra to get through to them nowadays i don't know i
1: i think if you know you walk up and you know there's times where you have to you know get into somebody's grill a little bit to get the most out of them i mean uh you know but then when the day to me you do this your whole career i mean you don't let it fester that way sometime by the end of the day you're going to walk up and put your arm around them and You know, tell them, hey, man,
0: you're going to be good. So just hang in there. That's right. Um, Coaches, I tell you, we're starting to wind down here in just a little bit. But uh, real quick, we talk about, you know, with every coach, greatest victories, toughest losses. So I'd be remiss if I didn't throw that out there at both of you. Coach Roof, greatest victory.
2: Greatest victory? Oh gosh, that's a tough question. I, I think every, every, every time that you stepped off the field and the game was over with, it is a victory, whether win or lose on the scoreboard. If you if you got out there and performed and, and participated in the game and didn't set up in the stands and uh, you you got out on the field and gave it an effort, you is a victory, to sort of speak. But. Uh, uh, I, I, I just can't narrow it down to one time. It's just every, every Friday night was a victory to me.
1: Well, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Just from pressure-wise, I knew when I walked into Clinton, when I first drove into Clinton in, uh, in the spring of 1990 to, to interview, uh stopped at the gas station to find directions to the board office, and, and uh, uh, the, I was dressed in a suit, and the guy asked me what I was doing there, and I told him I was coming in to interview for the— Football job and the only words he he gave me some advice right off the bat and he said better win, so I knew we better win. Yeah. So we started off my first year zero <laughs> and two, uh, and Woody beat us in the first game and then we lost to Frederick in a close one. And so t- for me, one of the biggest wins I ever had was when we beat Hobart in the third game. The third game. <laughs> <laughs> first, that was that first was, win uh, at Clinton's yeah, always I a good was thinking one. man we better get a win here pretty fast. It's getting a little heated around here. So yeah, but I I, I I'd just like to say too when um, in I coach here for twenty twenty four years in football and I've been around since uh since nineteen ninety out in this part. Uh best coach I've ever gone against, uh and this includes I, I coach you know, I coach in the Dallas area. I've never seen anybody that does a better job than this gentleman right here. I'm just telling you, he's as good a football coach
0: as I've ever been around and an even better person. Yeah. I that's the report I've gotten myself. So uh we're very fortunate to uh to be able to, to visit with you two gentlemen today. And, and I tell you, it's, it's just a privilege to be in the presence of such Western Oklahoma football greatness. And, and like you said, I wasn't born in Western Oklahoma, but I got out here as quick as I could. So anyways, but uh, just real quick, as we begin to uh, sign off here on our broadcast, um, you'll stay, Coach Lee, you'll stay involved with uh, some assisting with the Clinton football program?
1: Yeah, I'll, I do. Uh, it's, it's a good deal for me. I get to. It's, I don't have all the headaches of being a head coach. I kind of come and go as I need be. I, I spend time on the weekends helping them prepare game plans and and things like that, and go tell them you know what I see and and those type of things. And I still get to be around it. Uh, you know, I, I get to be around the kids, but I don't have to be out there for two and a half, three hours in the sun beating on me. I come. You know, I, I go for the parts I want to go to and. And uh, help them, and I help them on Friday nights, and I'll still do that uh, for as long as they
0: want me to. Coach Roof, do you hear from Reagan Roof very much about anything going on with Weatherford?
2: Well, I, I really don't uh, get involved too much with that. I mean, uh, you know, sure, I, 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 that's kind of a touchy situation that you don't want to. Feel like it, it's, yeah. his, it's his time. I had my time. Yeah, I enjoyed my time, and uh, it's time for somebody else to see if they can do and take the program and take it to a higher level. And and he does an outstanding job. I think we're very fortunate to have him here. And
1: uh, the head coach at Clinton now is John Higby, and he worked for me. Yeah, and he he's asked me, uh, you know, so sure. I was doing junior high, and he wanted me to help him with the high school and. And like I say, I, I try to stay way in the background. But uh, uh, he's
0: his own man. He does a good yeah. job, and I'm, I'm I'm fortunate that he wants me in that role. So. Well, I tell you, I mean, Clinton wins it last year. Weatherford plays for the title the year before, and you know, so I think we're probably on a on a good streak here in Western Oklahoma if we can, uh, you know, keep developing that young talent. Western Oklahoma football is pretty good. <laughs> Has been for a long time. Yeah, definitely. Well, gentlemen, I can't tell you how much I appreciate both of you taking time out of your day and, and the summertime and, and beating the heat to come here to the studios out here on Highway 54. Uh, do you get to Thomas much, Coach Roof?
2: Oh, when I need some money, I usually go up there and see my folks. But uh, 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 Once in a while, yeah, it's not too far. we got the farm it's about halfway between here and thomas that uh, we, i was out there just the other day we was cutting wheat and, yeah and so i i yeah i still make it around the around there up and down
0: well next time you're in town i i expect you to come by and and grab a cup of coffee if it's on a weekend i'm, well, I I'm always that. here at the station during the week but Sounds we'd good. love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you sometime if you if you make it up to thomas and then Coach Lee, I, I'm telling you, I, I I still need to play Riverside Golf Course, and I can't think of a better ambassador to show me the ropes than you, than you. you come over, and we'll get you taken care I of. I think well, I'll <laughs> do, take you <laughs> up on that. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time, and thank you so much for checking in with us here.
2: Thank you, Chuck.
0: Thanks. All right, this is Western Oklahoma Sports. I'm the Law Dog, Chuck Ramsey.